On the Road to Mac Stock with Jeff Gamut. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide ensures only secure devices can access your cloud apps. It's zero trust, tailor-made for Okta. Book a demo today at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, we talked to Mike Potter to kick off our Road to Mac Stock series, something I look forward to every year. Mike said he does too, so that's great. We have at least one that also enjoys these. <laughs> but I also enjoy talking to our next guest, who will be a presenter at Mac Stock this time for the first time in quite a few years, Mr. Jeff Gamut. Jeff, welcome. It's great to see you, and it'll be great to have you back at Mac Stock. Chuck, it's going to just be awesome all the way around. I mean, first off, I'm always excited to have the opportunity to just hang out and chat with you. So thanks for doing this. And then knowing that we get to hang out together in person at MacStock, I'm really, really looking forward to that. This will be like a, a family reunion. Uh, there, there'll be a lot of us there that at least I haven't seen in several years just because conferences came and went and then conferences didn't happen. And uh, yeah, so this, this is going to be a lot of fun. I, I, listen, it always is. I know you haven't been there for a number of years. I missed it last year. I guess technically I missed it the last two years. Uh, the one was virtual Mac stock where the audience was extremely limited um, and last year, I ended up testing positive for COVID on yeah. that particular weekend before, which or the, a couple of days before, which really bummed me out. So it's going to be a return for me, and I'm looking forward to seeing so many of our friends. And I hope that we add some new friends by doing the Road to Mac Stock series and getting them to come to Woodstock and join us because it's going to be a great weekend. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um yeah, I've missed being at MacStock. Uh, it's it's felt to me like um like a family reunion in a good way every time I've been there. But then it's also just like this thing where it's just full of so much useful information. And and then there's the social part of it as well. So you show up, you, you get re-energized because you're hanging out with friends and making new friends, and you get to learn cool things. And uh, and just have a really good time. That's an interesting phrase that you use, re-energize, because that's the way I feel when I go to a number of different conferences, Mac Stock, mm -hmm. right along with it. You know that you are you're there talking about things that are interesting to you, but you're also finding out about new things uh, that maybe you haven't explored or want to explore and didn't get around to, or that just came out you out of left field and it's like hey i i can use that um mm -hmm. plus the fact as you said that you know you're hanging out with friends and that that always feels good so yeah, yeah. We, we can't wait we can't wait yeah I'd, I, I'd say it can't come soon enough um but at the same time I need time to make sure I have my presentation together and right so <laughs> i don't want it to come too fast yeah, well, time flies when you're having fun. Even or when, when you're, you're not, trying to put together a prezzo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and that's kind of why we're here. Uh, we want to give the folks that are thinking about 
coming to Max Talk or that are coming an idea of what they're going to hear. And so I always make a point of saying, we're not asking the guests to do the presentation here, but more to give you, you know, a short synopsis of what they're going to be talking about and why they pick their topic. So Jeff, what are you going to talk about and why'd you pick the topic? <laughs> well, I'm going to answer in reverse order why I picked my topic. Uh, my topic, it's, it's all about the whole digital audio thing and a high res audio and uh, wrapping our heads around that because there's a lot that goes on with that. And I don't think Apple has done a great job of making it clear what we can and can't do with these higher quality audio files. The reason I'm doing this is because, uh, Mike told me that the theme, Mike Potter told me the theme for this year is learn. And so I thought, well, why not help people learn something that will be useful, hopefully, but is also a passion of mine. And uh, that's why I'm doing the the whole high-risk digital audio thing. Jeff, I don't know this about you. Do you play an instrument at all? I do. What yeah. do you play? Uh, I play trumpet. And, uh, and long ago – so please don't ask me to play now because there's no way it would work. I did, I did play piano uh, a little, a long time ago. Um, but like, no, I, I wouldn't consider myself a piano player at, at all anymore. But more like someone that understands piano theory. Well, I ask because you you frequently talk about music with the enthusiasm that, a lot of times I associate with musicians, but also it seems like so many of our friends in the community play something. And so that's why I wasn't, I wasn't sure. And so, so you're just an enthusiastic consumer of music, which, which fits my description pretty well too. Yeah. I, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, the, the whole thing with a lot of us playing musical instruments, not a surprise to me at all. Uh, the the Apple community has always been a draw for uh, for creative people, and so that that's I feel like we see so many uh, musicians in in the Apple community. That's why we have so many artists uh, of all different types of art in in the community, um, the video producers, uh, just writers, whatever. If you're a creative person. It just seems like a community that you're drawn to. And so here we are. Which is a good thing because that gives the rest of us who don't have artistic or musical talents a whole lot to enjoy. So thank you from from those of us who can't do it or don't do it to those of you who do. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to share something with you that I know you don't know because you didn't know that uh, that I had a – uh, history as a musician as well. Um, so you'll love this. So my, my trumpet training, I uh, was trained as a classical musician who then started playing jazz. And, uh, and it's amazing how well those two fit together. I am not, this is not a smart comment. I did not know there was such a thing as classical trumpet. Well, okay. Don't think of it as not a smart comment. Think of it as you're learning about something you hadn't been exposed to before. 
and there's a difference. So, oh, there, there's a lot, a lot of classical music that does include trumpet. And if you're not familiar with uh, with the different instruments that you can have for different uh, orchestral arrangements, and you don't have an ear for picking out the different instruments you're hearing, why would you ever think you're listening to a trumpet or a French horn or a, um, a violin or a bassoon or whatever it is? What? what why? You're just yeah. hearing the music and you can appreciate the music and you don't need to know what an instrument, a specific instrument is. Um, you just you just need to know you're enjoying what it is that you hear. And honestly, I think that's good enough. Um, yeah, and I guess I just revealed a little bit of my own bias uh, in thinking of classical music as principally strings with a, maybe a few horns, some flutes, harps, you know, that that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so never really thought about the fact that some of those other – again, I would probably associate trumpet more with jazz – um, but some of those other instruments would have a place in that world. So I did learn something. Awesome. Well, it's been great being here today. And yeah. uh, wait, yeah, I, I thought we were done as soon as we learned one thing. No, I, I think we need to get back on track. I'm afraid I took us off and I apologize. Um, but you were telling us why you picked your topic and what you're going to talk about. Oh, right. So I didn't tell you what I'm talking about. All right, so first off, uh, without going into details, because, hey, spoilers, I want to save stuff for for everyone when they show up at the event. Um, there, There's a lot that goes into uh, the, the technology in the music and just understanding the files that you're creating. Like, uh, you know, when you look at, uh, at photographs, um, a JPEG versus a, a raw file and what's the resolution of the camera that, that you use to, to shoot the image and, and all of those sorts of things that applies to music as well and music recording. So we're going to talk about things that, that relate to, uh, to the, the, the digital quality, the resolution, if you will, of the, of the audio files uh, where do you find limitations with uh, with playing music? Where um, where do you need to look to get the best uh, audio quality for the files that you have? And um, and what is it that actually constitutes a high quality sounding file to you? Um, so we'll dive into all of that, and we're going to talk about things like um, uh, where do you find these files. I mean, sure, we know that Apple offers some, and uh, and there's other places that do too. So where are those, and can you even play them on your iPhone or your iPad or your Mac? Um, yeah, so we'll dive into all all of that stuff. We'll talk some about uh, hardware that that can enhance your audio experience. Why you may or may not want to use wired or wireless headphones. I mean, there's so many things. And as I'm rattling off all these things that we were talking about, I'm thinking maybe I need to talk to Mike and tell him that I need more time for my presentation. (laughs) How am I going to fit all of this in? This edition of Mac voices is supported by collide at collide.com slash Mac voices.
Our sponsor, Collide, has some big news. If you're an Okta user, they can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. How? If a device isn't compliant, the user can't log into your cloud apps until they fix the problem. It's that simple. Collide patches one of the major holes in zero-trust architecture, device compliance. Without Collide, IT struggles to solve basic problems like keeping everyone's OS and browser up to date. Unsecure devices are logging into your company's apps because there's nothing there to stop them. Collide is the only device trust solution that enforces compliance as part of authentication, and it's built to work seamlessly with Okta. The moment Collide's agent detects a problem, it alerts the user and gives them instructions to fix it. If they don't fix the problem within a set time, they're blocked. Collide's method means fewer support tickets, less frustration, and most importantly, 100% fleet compliance. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for their support of Mac Voices. You know, I, I in listening to you talk about it, it's like, yeah, there's that part, and then there's that part, then yeah, he's right, there's that part over there. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's potentially a lot here as opposed to just opening the music app on uh, your Mac or your iPhone and hitting play. Right. I mean, it can be that simple, but uh, are, are you going to hear any difference in, in the in the audio files that you're playing? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Some of it depends on you. Some of it depends on the music, your headphones. Yeah. So it, it, can, it can be really complicated, but uh, I'm going to do my best to make sure it isn't. So give me this much information about, um, well, I, uh, let's see, not necessarily what you're going to be showing, but what is your personal music setup? What, what is the gear that you typically listen to your music on? Uh, l- let's go with my desktop setup. Okay. Since I spend a lot of time at my desk. All right. So I want to make sure that I'm getting the, the best quality audio out of the the setup that I have at my desk. So the speakers that I use are audio engine a five. And, uh, and as I look behind you, I see audio engine a five speakers. You do. And, uh, and then I'm using a, a shit Modi three plus DAC. So that's digital to analog converter. And uh, and what that does is it takes the the digital audio files that I'm playing, and instead of letting my Mac process that that audio back from from bits into sound, I'm letting this external box do that for me because it has a, a processor that's designed to do this uh, better than subjectively better than what's built into my Mac. So I can, I can potentially have a uh, better sounding audio for the files that I'm playing. And, um, and then for the, the apps that I use, I use a wide range of apps for playing my music. I I'm using Apple music, of course, for a lot of, a lot of things, but um, um, you know, sometimes uh, maybe I'm listening to music that's on my uh, on my Plex server, 
So I'll just be using Plex to do that. Or I'll have some really weird audio files. And when I say weird, I mean uh, like some esoteric format that, uh, that the music app doesn't recognize. Okay, so maybe I'm using VLC player or something else to play that. And, uh, and, and then just other streaming apps too. So it just depends on what I'm listening to, what app I'll use. But the hardware setup at my desk is, uh, is pretty consistent. And then I have different setup for my, uh, for my mobile high-end audio listening. There's, I'm, I'm restraining myself. There's so many questions I want to ask about you, what you just asked, but I'm going to wait and save it and listen to your Max Talk presentation. The one thing I will say is that I've, I bet some ears perked up when they heard that you use VLC to listen to audio files because most of us think of VLC as a, a, a very competent, very, very wide-ranging um, uh, in, in terms of support uh, for video files. So the fact mm-hmm. that you use it for audio files is is very interesting, and I hope we hear more about that. Well, I guess now that I brought it up, I'm kind of committed, aren't I? Yeah, make a note, please. Yes. Otherwise, I'll be throwing questions at you from uh, the audience saying, hey, Jeff, what about that VLC thing? W- which is totally fine. You know what? Maybe I'll just rely on you to be my memory for this. <laughs> Please you know, don't no pressure, Chuck. No, don't rely on me. You're, <laughs> you're in real trouble. <laughs> no, uh, honestly, my my expectation is that uh, that I'm going to get to have a lot of really interesting audio discussions with people um, uh, over the course of the weekend, simply because everyone has an idea about what it is that they want out of their music listening experience and people get really passionate about this. And so I'm looking forward to hearing what it is that, that people are using in their own setups and, uh, and sharing tips and ideas, which is another thing that I love about Mac stock. It's a, it's an intimate enough event that if you go to a presentation, the likelihood that, that you'll be able to get some time to talk with the, the presenter at some point throughout the weekend is pretty high. Agreed. Agreed. And and every presenter is completely approachable. I mean, there's nobody that, you know, pulls up in a limo, gets out, gives their presentation, then drives away. Um, you don't everybody have is, that limo anymore? Well, <laughs> thank you. I mean, that was always the thing. You'd pull up and they'd roll out the red carpet and uh, and – then you know there's the the rose petals being thrown out and you step out with your your big purple furry coat with a big fuzzy white collar (laughs) and swing in your gold chain and uh, you'd walk in you do your presentation drop a microphone and walk out and we're like whoa yeah yeah chuck joiner yeah jeff jeff is on drugs again um Uh, but but no, you know that's that's the beauty of it. Not only are they approachable, but they're there for the whole weekend. So you, whether it's at lunch one day, lunch the next day in the halls, you know, between sessions, um, or in the at the events in the evening, or just the social get-togethers that happen informally in the evening, uh, everybody is so open to talking more about their topics or about your topic or anything else that came up. It's just mm-hmm. it, it's it's hard to explain to folks that haven't been to Mac stock, just how open and welcoming it is 
and it's such a great place to get so much information. I feel like I need to carry a notebook around all all the time to make sure I don't lose anything from those conversations. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Br- bring something so you can take notes because th- there's going to be at least one presentation where someone's talking about something that really, really matters to you. And when they say that thing that makes the entire trip worthwhile, you don't want to forget it. So have something so you can, can take notes in some form. And that's another good point. You're just full of them, Jeff, uh, that, you know, even if you don't, if there's only one or two topics you think will be interesting, I promise you that there'll be some that uh, surprise you and that you'll want to write down, learn from, go back and look something up, try something that somebody brought up. It just always works that way. It never fails. So. Um, Max Doc is at the end of July. I can never remember the dates, but I will have them in the show note or show notes. I or think it's just, the twenty second and twenty third. Is it twenty second, twenty third? So you know, and maybe would, if, yeah. If you want to look, twenty second and twenty third. I've got your okay. back, Chuck. Great, twenty second and twenty third, Woodstock, Illinois. Uh, visit maxdocconferenceandexpo.com. Uh, I'll have links in the show notes, obviously, to to get you there. Sign up. Come and listen to Jeff talk about music and audio and all that stuff. Come and listen to all the other terrific presenters are going to, presenters that you're going to hear here on the road to Max Talk. Um, or just come for the fun because that's the other thing. It's just a weekend of fun. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm looking forward to seeing everyone there. Yeah, definitely. Jeff, uh, for the folks who want to follow you on the road to MacStock on the way before they get there, um, where can they find you on social media? Uh, uh, I'm Jay Gamut on basically everything. Uh, the, the places where I'm active right now, that would be Mastodon and Instagram. So I, I'd say go there. Find me there. Perfect. Perfect. I'll see you at MacStock. If not, well, I'll see you before that on, on other Mac Voices shows, but I'll definitely see you at MacStock. Chuck, I am so looking forward to seeing you in person again at MacStock. Yeah. Yeah. We both have changed since the last time. Yeah. Uh, and and I'd like to think that you changed for the better. So at, at like least you have that going we, for you. <laughs> I'd like to think we both changed for the better, but you know, I'm not so. sure. <laughs> Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. We will have more on the road to Mac Stock. But again, MacStockConferenceAndExpo.com. Come and join me. Come and join Jeff. We're going to have a ball with all our friends. We count you among them. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page. And get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at BackbeatMedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at Cashfly.com.